0: Welcome to Hillside's Equipping Podcast. My name is Belinda Dunn, and I'm the Equip Lead here at the church. This year, our church is reading through 11 books of the Old Testament, which move God's plan of redemption forward and help us understand the New Testament better. Please join us each month as two of our leaders discuss one of these books and how it points us to Jesus. So, I'm Belinda Dunn, and I'm the Equip Lead here at Hillside Fellowship, and you are?
1: Christine Schamberger, and I'm the Women's Equip Lead. Okay. That's my boss. Yeah. You're my boss.
0: <laughs> and you're my friend. Oh,
1: thanks. Yeah. You're my friend, too, and my boss. Yeah.
0: So, what I was going to tell everybody as we get started here is what we're doing, and that is that we have this reading plan, Bible reading plan that we're doing through, throughout the whole church for the month for the year 2020 20.
1: <laughs> 20.
0: Twenty two. Yes, it's difficult to say, yes. especially I mean, someone we, my age.
1: 2020 was weird, and 2021 yeah. hasn't been much better, so yeah. 2022 yeah. is difficult. But
0: anyway, through this year, yes. whatever year it is, twenty is, <laughs> we're going to be reading through these historical books of the Old Testament. And the reason we're doing that is because we want to see God's plan of redemption as it moves forward towards the New Testament toward jesus mm-hmm. and we, we're going to have a better understanding of the new testament if we understand god's plan of redemption in the old testament so that's kind of what we're doing as far as our reading plan goes but in addition to that we're also providing these podcasts fun yes going uh, Sam- into 2022 right on trend right everyone <laughs> right. so we're <laughs> providing these podcasts every month and it will cover a, a book that we're actually reading that month. So this first month, January, we're going to be reading through the first book, Genesis. Yes,
1: in the beginning.
0: Yes. And so we're going to start there with this podcast on the book of Genesis. Yes. So let, before we get really like into the nitty-gritty, let me ask you the question. I know you... Uh, when we talked about doing these podcasts, we talked about divvying up these books. You really jumped on Genesis. You really love that book. I do. So, tell, can you tell me and tell us why? Uh, what is what is it about that book that's so interesting to you?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's Genesis one and two mostly. Like, I love the whole book, but mostly mm-hmm. Genesis one and two. When I think about, when jumping ahead into like being a new creation in Christ. And kind of our uh, identity as believers being tied to Genesis one and two, I think is is just so important to know mm. how to live as a believer in mm. the world. Um, and I think as Christians, Genesis one and two is more important than even Genesis three because mm. if we believe that we're justified and are being sanctified, then I think our really our true identity in Christ can be seen in Genesis one and two. Oh wow, that's beautiful. Um, Not that Genesis 3, obviously, is important because we have to deal with the tension of Genesis 1 and 2 Mm -hmm. and Genesis 3 Mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. It's like the idea, what is it people say? The already but not yet. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the saying? Yeah. Um, And so, obviously, there's a tension there. But I just think Genesis 1 and 2 is so important for for living life Mm. um, as believers to know where we came from.
0: Yeah, well, and and Genesis one and two answers a lot of important questions for us, like yeah. where do we come from, what is our purpose in life, mm-hmm. and what I love about the whole that first three books of the of Genesis is that really every everything that comes in the Bible after Genesis three has its roots in one of these three chapters, mm-hmm. yeah. and so one of the things that I love to do just as fun for me is to uh, look back at at the, uh, the story that I'm studying, look back and see where is its root since Genesis 1, 2, or 3. Yeah. And that's just a little, I mean, that's kind of a nerdy thing to do. But I love doing that. Yeah. It's just a fun, Bible fun thing. Bible Yeah, I am a Bible yeah, nerd okay. in some ways. I'm aspiring to be one of them. <clears throat> so, Christine, what do you think is the overall storyline of this book of Genesis?
1: I think the really the overall thing that I see is, is the idea of redemption in the midst of like chaos, you know. Mm. So you've got you've got the order that was established, and then the fall, and then the four four generational lines that are focused on in the book are Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. Yeah, and so you see in their stories redemption moving forward, despite like their bad choices or. Um, their failures, mm. and so it's 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 so encouraging to see God moving and advancing His like His desire for redemption and reconciliation with with His people throughout the book. I mean, the flood and yeah. Tower of Babel, like all these things that were just continues like after the like post fall, all these mm-hmm. things just continue to get worse and worse. Right, God is still weaving through like His plan to redeem His people.
0: Yeah. So basically, God. The the fall of man and the sin that happened and the consequences that followed that sin didn't thwart God's plan yeah. for yeah. redemption. Yeah, I mean He's been He's had that plan all along. Right, and we see in Ephesians that He had that plan before the foundation of the world. Yeah, so this hasn't been that that hasn't thwarted His His plan, which I'm is is gives us a lot of hope in the middle. Right of. Uh, some really bad stuff happening.
1: And I think the benefit for us, unlike the Israelites who the book was, who the first five books of the Bible were written for, we have like this, like we can reflect back through the lens of Jesus and see that God was working towards something. And now as Gentiles being grafted in though, we want to keep it in context that like this was a specific people in a specific Mm -hmm. nation. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We've been grafted into this family that, that when God told Abraham that he was going to make Mm. um, a family out of his line, that we're actually a part of that now. Yeah. Um, Which I just think, again, it's that, it's that it's just so important for the Christian life to, to know the story of Genesis and to know kind of what, what we're a part of.
0: Oh yeah.
1: If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: That's, that's really good. Yeah, and I think it, we need to also say right now too that this book was written for a people that were coming out of slavery. Yeah, this was written by Moses to the to the nation of Israel that was just a, a really a brand new nation mm-hmm. <clears throat> coming out of a land of slavery, and they needed to know yeah. who their God was. They needed to know the character of their God, what their God was capable of mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. and um, then also like why it why bad things happen like slave like 400 years of slavery in in Egypt. Yeah. And what God has planned for those people to bring them not just redemption there and restoration there in their physical circumstances but also in the future with with what he was going to do with the whole nation.
1: Right. And now I think if we again jumping ahead to like to our time and to like post resurrection that that idea of slavery exists like slavery to sin Mm -hmm. and and so for us to know who created us and his character and what we were truly were designed for uh it's just so important to to know how to live,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that we're no longer slaves to sin. If we're believers, if we're new creations in Christ, we're not slaves anymore, but we've been given, like, a hope and a future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like God was trying to do for the Israelites through the Promised Land and through all these these different things, God was giving them, like, a hope and opportunity for a future to be with him. And right. sin obviously caused that, se- continued to cause that separation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what mm-hmm. God was working towards,
0: was mm-hmm. was giving them Um, a home and a place and a land. Yeah. So if you had to put maybe in like a couple of sentences, what do you think is the overall message or the theme of the book?
1: Overall message or theme? That's a really good question. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's a loaded question. Because it is. It's got fifty chapters. in Right. Right. It. And so it's and hard. twenty
1: four to... generations. Yes. I learned. Yes.
0: Through this right. time prepping for this. Right. Twenty four generations. That's a and lot. And that's. It's about twenty five hundred years that it covers yeah. too. So it's a. It's a big package deal it's a, here. It's a fast paced <laughs> book. It is, and it goes through. A, I mean, just a lot. Not just even just about Israel, but really about. The beginnings of the world and yeah. how that all started. I mean it's just a lot to, to take in. Yeah. But if you had to say like the overall theme or message, what would you would you be able to nail it down to one know. or two Can sentences? You nail
1: it down? <laughs> Come on, boomer.
0: Can well you nail okay. it down? Well, let's start with the, the title, Genesis. means beginnings, right? I say
1: boomer in a loving way. I don't mean that in a derogatory yes. way for all of you other boomers yeah. out there. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Well, we actually have a lot of respect for each other, which is one of the reasons I love working with you. Oh, thanks, wow. So you're sweet. Mm-hmm. But okay, so let's talk about the word Genesis. It means beginning, mm-hmm. right? So, well, and
1: I think in the Greek it means origin, right? Mm-hmm, it's translated mm-hmm. as origin. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah.
0: So we've got the beginnings of or the origins of human life, life, humans, um, and it's obviously not the origin of God. Right? Yeah. It's, but it's the origin of everything yeah. else.
1: Well, and, and the origin and also the purpose for everything. Yeah. Which goes back to what you were saying about yeah. like being enslaved, mm-hmm. the Israelites being enslaved and like, who are they? Where'd they come mm-hmm. from? What's their purpose? And Yeah.
0: yeah. So I think, honestly, if, we, if we're going to look at the rest of the Bible and try to make sense of the rest of the Bible, you almost have to start with Genesis, because it is the beginning of everything that you know God created, yeah. which of course is us yeah. as well as the nation of Israel, mm-hmm. and so that it's the beginning of everything that we understand about God and about ourselves. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's. Well, I think part of that overall. I message. think you
1: said it too when you were, when you're saying when you're studying or reading a different mm-hmm. book, you you go back to Genesis, mm-hmm. you know, one, two, and three. And yeah. Like, how does this? How does this tie to the beginning? Yeah, because starting with Abraham, g- God was was moving something forward and mm-hmm. you see that throughout the rest of the books of the Bible yeah that that plan of redemption was just advancing through, yeah. through David and through um, through Ruth through like all these people yeah um, and so so knowing where it started is is important
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and it's important to know that the nation of Israel started really um through abraham mm-hmm. god choosing abraham not because abraham was good or righteous or any other part of abraham's character or yeah. his actions but god chose abraham because he it pleased him to choose abraham right. yeah and out of abraham he promised this covenant i don't know if do you want to talk about that at all or the covenant with abraham
1: yeah yeah the just the covenant being that there would be a nation Um, out of Abraham's line Mm -hmm. and family, Mm -hmm. uh, and that it would bring about redemption. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In fact, it was through Abraham that the seed, the seed would come, this promised seed, which is the Messiah, right? Yeah. Would come and then be a blessing to the whole world. Yeah. So, I mean, if you go back to Genesis 12.
1: Yeah, I love Genesis 12. Yeah,
0: Genesis 12, that... um,
1: In verse 2... The
0: verses are Are just just amazing.
1: Yeah, Now the Lord Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will will bless those who bless you. And the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. All the families of Mm -hmm. the earth. So, who do you think that means? All the families of the earth. <laughs> Not just your family, right. but all the families. Right. Which is just like, again, it it's just so cool because the plan from the beginning was that all nations would be blessed. Mm-hmm. And that through Abraham, everyone would have the opportunity and the choice to take part in the blessing of God and be a part of the family of God.
0: Right. So that even though this covenant was with Abraham, it actually impacts every person. Every person. Including the Gentiles mm-hmm. who were not, you know, originally part of this covenant. Yeah. And so that's just a, an incredible um, blessing for us and a hope. Yeah. And a reason for us to also be interested in the book of Genesis. Right.
1: Because even though this is like the old covenant, like that we read through Genesis and Exodus mm-hmm. and on, the covenant was established with 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 this forward look of that it's not just going to remain Israel. Yeah, that I will have a covenant with. Right, but I at some, there will be a new covenant where mm-hmm. I will I will have a covenant with
0: mm-hmm.
1: every race and tongue and nation. Yeah, so
0: yeah. I mean, we didn't we didn't talk about this. It wasn't really on the agenda. But one of the things that I love about this passage is just. God saying, I will, I will, I will, I will. I think there's like seven times or so that he says, I will do this. You know, God's the one who's in control of this plan. God's the one that's going to ensure that this plan happens. When I talk, when I say this plan, I'm talking about the plan of redemption. Yeah. And he's the one that's going to be in charge of it and make sure it happens. Yeah, It's not up to Abraham. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. So I just love that. Well,
1: and even, like, if you read on in that chapter, Abraham, like, screws up right away. Like, he's just been given (laughs) this, like, this blessing and covenant and, like, conversation with the Lord, and then he goes and, like, lies to Pharaoh and, like, in fear, like, tries to, like, pretend like his wife's not his wife. Yeah. I mean, so that alone, I think, proves your point of, this is, like, the Lord is the one that's doing this. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's, like, establishing this covenant and moving his plan
0: forward. Right. Yeah. Not that's so good. Yeah. So, do, how do you see this, um, uh, this book pointing us to Christ in the New Testament?
1: Yeah, I think I've already said it a little bit already, but... I was listening to a podcast a while back, and um, you mean somebody besides us? Yeah, but someone's besides us. <laughs> we're, yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and tell us what. So anyway, know a lot more. Sam Al- us. Sam Alberry was talking, and he was he was talking about Genesis one and two, and our he said anthropology as believers, um, and he said that if we get our anthropology wrong, we we're going to get Christian living wrong. Mm. And again, I'm kind of repeating myself what I yeah. said before. Okay, but. But yeah, again, if we get our anthropology wrong, we're going to get Christian living wrong. And so, just to that point of, of saying that Genesis one and two is where our history, where we really begin mm. as believers, mm. and it doesn't negate Genesis three.
0: You're talking about the identity that we have. Yes,
1: that. Okay. Yes, yeah. Who we are. Yeah, the, and yeah. That, thats and who point we were to, created to right, be. And that's only because of Christ, right? Yeah. And so right. this this idea of of origin of beginning. You know, and even it said the Word was with God in the beginning, right, in the mm-hmm. first chapter of John. And so so from the beginning, there was an order and a design that was established, and Jesus was there, right? Like, the Trinity was there, like, and, and created this order, and, and sin, Genesis 3, like, ruined that. Mm. But even in Genesis 3, there's that pointing to Jesus, that the... Um, The serpent and the head and the crushing. Genesis Genesis 3.15. Yeah, 3.15. Yeah. Yeah. And so even that is pointing to a future hope, right? That there will be a deliverer. There will be someone that will come. That will deliver us from this bondage of sin. So even for, again, Genesis 3, right from the beginning, is pointing us to a future hope. Hmm. And so everything that comes after Genesis 3 is really just to that end of, like, moving the story forward to Christ, uh, who will be the one that... That will crush the head of the serpent, mm-hmm. um, but I just think, I think knowing if we're in Christ and that's our identity, like we should have such a love for Genesis one and two, mm. um, and and such a thankfulness that God God lovingly and so like lavishly just poured out His creativity and His generosity like on the earth and on humankind being created in His image, and we see that in Genesis one and two, and and then reading Genesis. Three should point us to our need for Christ, mm-hmm. um, not not to um, enslave us more, or to you know we don't not to beat ourselves up, but to to get to point us to Jesus, who is our hope. In that, that mm-hmm. in the fall, we on this side of the resurrection, we can look back and see that that Christ is the redemption for Genesis three, right. yeah. Um, and so, so it's all pointing to God. God going wanting and desiring Genesis 1 and 2 again.
0: Right, which brings us to Revelation, mm-hmm. the end of the Bible. I think this is so cool. Beginning of the Bible we have Genesis 1 and 2, which was, you know, paradise before the fall. And then we have Revelation 21:22, which is paradise after the fall and after all of God's plan of redemption has played out. So, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, did you think that was pretty interesting? Yeah, I was reading
1: through, I was reading through the, um, in David Talley's book of just the like kind of the contrast between the two. Um, I don't have the book in front of me. Yeah, I've got it here. But I just thought,
0: yeah, that was just so. So, let me just tell the listeners what we're talking about here. Uh, We're looking at the book called The Story of the Old Testament, and it's kind of our base foundation that we're using outside of the Bible, obviously, Bible's the main foundation, uh, that we're using for these podcasts as we walk through this year, because David Talley has given us a, a picture of what each book of the Old Testament in the story of redemption looks like, what it means, what its overview is, and what its theological meaning is. So if that's something that you're interested in and following up with, you could you could get that book on your own, but it's The Story of the Old Testament by David Talley. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and just him kind of talking about, like, those comparisons between Revelation 21 and 22 and Genesis 1 through 3, mm-hmm. um, and this idea of, like, paradise is, like, was just, like, encouraging. I mean, that I was reading through it just thinking, man, like, God, again, it's, like. We know that it's like Dave says all the time. We know the end of the story, right? You know, it's like it's important to know the beginning, but we also know the end,
0: yeah, and yeah. kind of the restoration yeah. um, that that God is leading us right. to, right? Yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, there's so many different parallels that we see in mm-hmm. the garden in Genesis one and two, and even the fall, yeah, um, and then in Genesis three, and then going into Revelation twenty one and twenty two. It's like God has made. At the end of the story, God has made all things right again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there is hope for us in the middle. Yeah, in the middle, which we which is Genesis four through <laughs> Revelation, you know, twenty. Yeah, uh, that middle is full of difficulty. It's right. full of full of su- sin and suffering, um, but in this end part, we get to see that God does really truly make all things right again. Yeah, and. That's just a, a huge hope for us. Yeah. Um. As we read through the yeah the story of the Old Testament.
1: And one thing I was thinking, like this in between part, but you know we've got Genesis one through three and Revelation twenty one through twenty two, like the in between part you were saying, mm-hmm. like Israel was a set apart nation. That, uh, I mean, I think in Genesis twelve he, he even says it. I will bless those who bless you. Mm-hmm. Um. All the families we bless, your name will be great. Um, I will take you to a land, I will make you a great nation. And so he, G- God's saying that that even other nations that bless you, I will bless them. And so yeah. it's it's like the nation of Israel was set apart uniquely by God to be uh, to be his almost like representatives in the world right like yeah. like mm-hmm. when people saw the Israelites, they knew who the God of Israel was. Right. Um, you even see, I mean, you right. see that throughout the Old Testament. Yeah, right. And so now when we look at the new covenant and we look at the church, the church being that new representation, like capital right. C church, right. big C church, yeah. is the new representation of, yeah. of God here on earth. Yeah. And so, so the Old
0: Testament was the, is, was the nation of Israel. Right. The New Testament is the church, the big C church like you're talking about. Yeah. Are both... Are both ideally supposed to be yeah. pictures right they're not always
1: <laughs> they're not always but that's the intention that is, is the intention is that yeah. we would be would be a city on a hill that we yeah. would be those people yeah. that represent god in the world um and and show what it looks like to, to be in relationship with God and with others. Yeah.
0: In the middle of difficulty. Right. And, and all, chaos. All kinds and sin.
1: Of, and even yeah. sin within the church, right? Yeah. Right. But right. like, just right. like the Israels. Yeah. Like the sin, the sin yeah. that occurred in there yeah. was people knew about it. Right. I mean, it's not like it was hidden. Right. <laughs> right. Um and they had to suffer consequences. But I just think the the fact that God has taken like he took this group of people, he took Abraham and he made them a people and he gave them a land and a place. Right. And so now we see the church like Mm -hmm. is a group of people that have a land and a place that's proclaiming God Mm. um, and proclaiming uh, the glory of God to the world. Mm. Uh, And so I think again, it's like it's so important to know our purpose through like the lens of, of the whole book of Genesis. Mm. Um, But I think, yeah, Genesis twelve. I mean all of it. All of it's just so good. Because mm-hmm. it's all it's all really telling the same story. Yeah. Which is like yeah. so funny because we read the Bible with all these like different stories and like what's going on and like why are these people like turning into pillars of salt. Yeah. You know, like all this like crazy stuff is happening. Yeah. yeah. And all those stories, like have their place and like maybe not every single individual story is telling the same story but they're all playing into one single like story one single narrative of like God redeeming his people and making them and setting them apart yeah. and making hi- making them his representatives which was what Genesis 1 and 2 yeah it's like Adam and Eve were were representing God in character and in his image and having dominion and authority on the earth mm-hmm which is just, like, so wild when you think about it. Like, how cool is that, that God would impart his, some of his authority, his creativity, his generosity to these created beings that he created to live in the world and have dominion and authority? Hmm. And they obviously, like, failed and they broke that yeah. and they suffered the consequences. But I think we're still made in God's image. Like, we're still given dominion and authority on the earth like no other created being has. So even despite sin and that tension and that battle that we all face, we're all sinners. We all have to deal with our sin. It didn't negate like that original intent and desire that God had for, mm. for man and for woman, mm. which is like, like God could have, I mean, he did wipe everyone out in the flood, yeah. but <laughs> you know, the spoiler earlier, everyone yeah.
0: If you haven't gotten to that part yet, you might be a little bit surprised. Yeah,
1: but I think I just I just like I can't get over the generosity of God Mm. to to do that in Genesis one and two, but then even in Genesis three, despite our corruption and our sin and the failures that every single human like makes, He still continues to offer that opportunity to like to have authority and dominion and and live out his character on the earth. Mm,
0: That's beautiful.
1: It blows my mind.
0: Yeah, it does. It does blow my mind, too. I'm so thankful for the book of Genesis because it gives us really a starting point to our story as well as God's story of what he's doing in the Old Testament and then the New Testament. So I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for you helping me understand that a little bit better today and then also just to let you know next month we'll be talking through the book of exodus
1: also a great book
0: and is that you are you going to be i on think that? it
1: is me yeah and then so i'll be back again is it, sorry guys
0: who, who is it Do allison have, weeks allison weeks okay so yeah. we'll have christine Shamberger and allison weeks discussing that book of exodus yes. next month so look forward to that um so again thanks for being here i've, I've enjoyed this